You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Here's your host for the week, Director for Organizational Development, Olive Ibanez. Hello, Teleperformance family, and welcome again to the Teleperformance Trailblazer Podcast. This is O, and I'm podcasting from Quezon City. When you make your house more sustainable, you're making a contribution to improving the environment. But that's not all. Home sustainability can lower the cost of running your home, saves energy and water and maintenance on systems and appliances. And even more than that, you also create a healthier environment for yourself, for your family, and even your pets. Today is a healthy discussion on how to transform your home and daily living into sustainable living spaces with very simple changes. You know, everyday things that we use at home, everything, everyday things that we do at home. In this episode, we will be joined by Director of Human Resource, Norman Litawa, COTW Manager, Katrina Cruz, and of course, our Ambassador to the COTW, Mr. Emil Makalinao. The three of them will share with us some tips on how we can make our everyday living a day of helping Mother Nature in whatever way they can. Hi, Teleperformance family. We are back and we're talking about sustainability. Now, sustainability does not need to mean having to buy pricey alternatives for everyday things that we use inside our homes. Usually, what it means is just a little research from the internet and the time that you spend on it gives you a lot of options for sustainable and greener alternatives that will go a long way in our fight to save Mother Nature. And so today, without further ado, I'm bringing over our guests for today, Norman, Katrina, and Emil. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tell Performance Trailblazer. Hi, oh, this is Norman. Thank you for having me back here in the Trailblazer. Great to have you back. Uh, Emil is joining us. Uh, is this your first time here also, Emil? Ah, sorry, Emil. So. Yes, Good this morning. is my first time. Glad ah. to be part of this um, podcast episode. And Katrina is also, it's, it's your first time, no? Yes, I'm a first timer in the podcast. Thank you for inviting us, Miss O. And thank you. This is a very timely discussion that we're having uh, care of our COTW team under HR. Before anything else, uh, before we go into the topic of sustainability and what we can do, why don't you just give us a quick rundown? What are you guys busy with? I mean, we don't see each other anymore, like in the normal course of things where we can just chit-chat. So I think it's a great time to catch up at this time. Norman, what what, what have you been up to? Um, with work, uh, it's it's mostly overseeing on um, uh, a couple of things. One is, of course, our employees' health and wellness, which is key to the business. Second, of course, would be uh, our COTW unit. And last would be our DNI. So um, if you look at uh, if, if overall, if you look at the things that that the we're, we're we're part of COTW DNI and engagement. These are mostly employee interfacing activities. So that's kind of, that's kind of what takes up my time on the personal side. Uh, kind of most of the most of the activities that I that I engaged uh, that I'm engaged with prior to the pandemic, I had to kind of stop uh, just to put things in perspective and, and be mindful of the health of the people I. I'm I, I'm around, especially at home, because I, I have senior parents. Yeah, there's less and less going out. I suppose yeah. more mindful of when yes. you go out and for what and all. Of yes, that. yes. A huge adjustment for many of us. 
So thanks, Norman. Uh, and thank you for you and your team making sure that our employees continue to keep staying engaged in spite of the fact that it's always a half and half. Half the teams are at home, others are in the office, and there's a different kind of uh, learning that we need to do to be able to engage them well. Now, Emil, I think one of the things that we had to forego at the height of the pandemic was one major event that we had for COTW. So with all of that, you know, all of the plans that we had pretty much for COTW being upended along with everything else. What has it been like for you? What are you busy with in COTW? I'm sure you've also shifted how you navigated the work and the deliverables for, for your unit. That's right, Ms. L. Actually, um, COTW right now is more focused in terms of virtual. We still have the activities, but this time we do it virtually. You know? So um, we kind of passed on to those face-to-face activities because of this pandemic. That's why we're thinking up of um, unique activities that we can still engage our partners and at the same time our employees. So Kat and I are working on some activities and projects to still you know, um, keep that volunteerism spirit alive within our our employees with personal um these trying times really um contributed to more time with family and relatives so uh, i guess on the positive note we were able to spend more time with with family especially with my kid so i became a teacher and at the same time an employee (laughs) you found another career (laughs) correct (laughs) Uh, now you're a teacher emil yeah so but thank you for, for thinking about how else we can bring this to the employees. Because like you know, Norman said, COTW is one of the major engagement activities that the teleperformance has and one that, that people really look forward to. Like the regular activities that we have and the one, the, the annual uh, trip out that we make uh, to build houses and all of that. So it's a challenge, I know, but I, I think the efforts are well appreciated. And we have Katrina on board, who I learned joined us during the pandemic. So Katrina, can you tell us more about yourself so that our audience can get to know you better? Okay. Um, I actually came from the NGO sector and the social enterprise sector, uh, but my roots were really with uh, GK. I actually met Jeffrey before because I was the one who introduced him to the village. When I realized that I would be joining Teleperformance because uh, the Teleperformance GK Village was one of the first uh, villages that um, I linked uh, I linked the community to. So, and it, it must be quite uh, an interesting journey now to be on the other side. Yes, of, definitely. Of the equation, <laughs> the partner side this time. So. Yes. We, I know that there's going to be a lot that we can learn from you uh, insofar as especially, you know, volunteerism. And this is something that inspires a lot of our employees. So one major part is really working towards saving Mother Earth, more sustainable living. And oftentimes it's coupled with understanding or idea even that to live sustainably is actually quite expensive. Is it really that restrictive or there really are everyday things that you can do to contribute to saving Mother Earth? Uh, For me personally, I think the little things that we do can actually help uh, Mother Earth. Like for example, um, using uh, the air conditioners. Uh, For me and my family, I'm actually guilty of doing that. So it's one of the things that... um, 
I plan or a goal of me to lessen the use of um, air conditioners, in especially in the evening when we sleep. Because in the evening, that's when it's colder. So mm-hmm. for me, it's starting with the little things. And mm-hmm. then if it's just you, then maybe you can also um, ask your friends to do it or share with them your experience. So it's like a ripple effect. Okay. So from it's from the small things that we can do on a regular basis and invite other people to also do. And this is, I think... Uh, easier to imagine, especially it's also Earth Hour for March. And it's something to consider, like what's a small thing that I can do or a small thing that I can change in how I live? I'm curious, uh, Norman and Emil, if you look at your everyday living, what are the things that you discover that mm, maybe I'm doing this, but maybe I can do better? What have you discovered? All right. So some of the things that uh, uh, we are doing, uh, personally, uh, the use of of the use of ano, disposable battery. So we're talking about small. So let's start small. No? The switch from uh, the non-rechargeables to rechargeable batteries. You know, when you look at things, because there's a parang people will say, <laughs> just like me, no. When you try to justify, you'll say, the batteries are there, so why not use the non-rechargeable ones? There mm-hmm. are rechargeable batteries too. So whatever you choose, there's there's a footprint that you leave behind, mm-hmm. and that's the reality of it. However. The lesser footprint would be the rechargeable. I, there, I, I wrote something in my notebook, and, and I'll just, I just want to share it. Be purposeful in action and be cognizant of impact because that's the only thing mm-hmm. you can do. Okay, um, do, I, do I go vegan or not? <laughs> do I eat uh-huh. meat or uh-huh. not? As long as you have the purpose for doing such, it's clear to you why you're doing such, and, and you know what the impact is, then mm-hmm. technically, end of day, you're happy. Yeah, and you know, one way or the other, you have helped lessen yes. the, okay. imp- the footprint. And you help yourself too. Emil, what about you? What's your everyday action so far that you've done? Uh, for me personally, we're, our family, we were really a fan of reusables. So so every time we go to the groceries, we bring our own grocery bags. Um, also, prior the pandemic, I'm into sports then because also. Mm-hmm. So every time, I, every time I jog, every time I play basketball, I make sure na I, I bring my own canteen or tumbler. Also, what's really good about doing this is, you know, you, you're one of the less person contributing to how many, the 500 million or trillion um, <laughs> plastic users each year. That's true. No? Like, yes, the, uh, the other day, I received the reusable masks. Mm-hmm. And immediately my thought was, oh, no, I have another reusable mask because I, most of my masks are reusable. Although I, st- I also still have the KN95 disposables, but I... I like Norman said, be purposeful in, in what you're doing and assess the impact. So I look at it and I say, but at least it means that when I don't really need to wear KN95s, I know that I have this to go to and I can reuse it and keep reusing it. And that eliminates maybe at the very least in an entire month, maybe at least 15 days of uh, disposable mass. You bring your own uh, water bottle already contributes to the reduction of the trash that the disposable water bottles create. When you spoke of purpose and impact, you said, okay, no more plastic bags. And then I, I kind of go back to, okay, so how many how many cloth bags do I have now? <laughs> right. You change something for something. So until un, unless you really are cognizant of how many, for example, KFC, KFC delivers. Originally, they used, I think, plastic bags. Now, they shifted to the nylon bags. I, I don't know, the reusable mm. bags. But mm-hmm. still, they use it. So now, at home, we have, siguro, 
a number of those. Ah, so now so, the non-disposable. So yeah, so they just uh-huh. change plastics to something else. So parang okay. Mm-hmm. And they don't necessarily encourage you to just send it back. So this, what this tells us is that the, the idea or the discussion on sustainability is not as simple as it is. There certainly is a wide area within which to play and explore and study and all of that. But like you said, no, the small thing that you can do today, think of which one has a lesser uh, carbon footprint and go go in that direction so that you're slowly but surely helping. Katrina, in your work uh, in NGOs and sustainability and all that, what, what are the thoughts around those kinds of choices and availability of those choices? Um, the impact for us actually, like uh, when I was with GK before, of course, it's also to reduce the carbon footprint that we use. And um, like the simple things like... Uh, wasting electricity so if no one is in the conference room or if the meeting is already finished with the client or the board they really make sure to turn off the lights and then um, uh, as simple as those and then like we remove um, electronic chargers as soon as the recharge is complete mm-hmm. and um, sometimes you would rather since because before the GK office was just small so and then there would be times when there would be big meetings so there would be a lot of people and then a lot of people would be charging their phones and then there's ah. only um parang konti lang yung outlet so uh they would use yung um yung the plugs na ma- mahaba para madami ah, ah extension cords yeah extension cords and then once they're done they just parang with one switch you can turn it off already and then mm-hmm. for the bigger projects naman that they have uh, usually we work with uh, with the experts, for example, sa recycling. Mm. Uh, before with Human Nature, I know we reached out to green ants. I think mm, they're yeah, the to make um, yung plastic and then they they turn it into school chairs, something yes. like that. I think that's one thing that, that all of us can contribute. Whatever our focus is, for example, in, in the discussion of sustainability, then, then let's look out for those things. Uh, for example, if let's say Emil is uh, particularly diligent about bringing his own water bottle to when he goes and plays sports. If you see somebody buying, you know, water disposable, water and disposable bottles, that to notice that, uh, you know, and make the suggestion that, hey, do you want a uh, water bottle that you can just bring so you don't have to buy the disposable ones? Or I, I like that the idea that you share that instead of uh, having to unplug, let's say, five uh, gadgets or whatever from different sockets. Yeah. If you use an extension cord, then you only need to unplug that extension cord. Making it easy to unplug literally is going to help a lot. And I think that's a, I think that's just a brilliant, brilliant idea. Now, speaking of tips, any other items that you specifically look at when you are in your practice of uh, daily, uh, daily sustainability? Like in your homes, when you walk around, what are the things that are normal to you but you think maybe are not normal for people but could lead to a better uh, relationship with Mother Earth? Well, for me personally, kasi, um, my kids are doing online class because now of the pandemic. So mm-hmm. I always make it a point, like if it's lunchtime already, I tell my son, Bughao, turn off the electric fan. When you're done with your class, because he forgets all the time. So, parang for me, um, turning off fans when you're not using it and then unplugging it, it's going to be a big help. And then at the same time, you can teach your children. It becomes part of their living. Yes. 
Okay. I think it's the same as, you know, when you exit the a room, then you turn off all the lights. Norman, and what else is it that you practice? So batteries uh, is one. Some of some of the practical suggestions might might push some people to spend a little, no? So so mm-hmm. I've talked about batteries will require you to change your batteries. Another thing that that I've done personally is change my lights. So from from the incandescent, the usual mm-hmm. yellow warm light to LEDs. But they're they're more environment friendly. Very simple move to change your lights, diba? Um mm. light bulbs to LED lights. Again, may may be a bit more costly than your regular lights, but but LED lights but they last longer. No? <laughs> yeah. So so whatever you spend on your your regular lights, you kinda invest one time, maybe a hundred, three hundred pesos more. But but it's gonna be there technically five times longer than your regular life. Money-wise, you get the benefits. Environment-wise, you get the benefits. Maybe the, the trick there <clears throat> is not to change all of them all at once, but as one light gets busted, then you change it into the LED. Right. And then as the next light gets busted, then the replacement starts. Before you know it, your entire house would be on, on yeah. LED lights. And Sometimes you wouldn't lang, feel it so much. Right. Sometimes lang kasi you get a better package when you buy but when you buy ah, the light when you buy uh-huh. the lights in sets kasi yeah, diba? so there again there are pros and cons to it what what's what's ideal then kasi for me may not be ideal for everyone else so so um that's what i did i saw i saw a package that kind of is uh, affordable for me um that i know will help myself and the environment so that's what I did. I bought a set. And I think that's that's uh, one of the good things about having continuing conversations about sustainability and what are the things that can be done because some might actually be applicable and others might need a little bit mod- more modification. But certainly the idea and the intent. Um, Emil, what about you? Water bottles is a big thing, especially in the Philippines where suddenly, you know, in the last, I don't know, decade or a little bit more, it seems like bottled water was the way to go. Uh, another one would be using cold water in laundries. Um, I used to do my laundry every Friday after shift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so using cold water really contributes to the environment. One, it, uh, it reduces the amount of energy and cost as it takes to heat up the the machine using the hot water. Um, second, um, using cold water prevents um, wrinkles um, mm-hmm. on your clothes. So, and then again, um, it reduces you or saves you from using iron. So again, it saves an uh, it saves electricity, an activity that saves electricity. Uh, before I I go for a, for a formal close, I think there are still a lot of ideas and practices that you have that you think are audiences can readily apply uh, to their everyday living. So let's have one last go-round of what you would suggest that they do within the next few days. Let's start with Katrina. Okay, for me, um, I would suggest uh, as simple as as soon as your laptop or your um, cell phone or tablet or gadgets are already, you know, 100% fully charged, you uh, unplug it and then unplug it also from the outlet. And Emil? For our colleagues who's doing their own laundry, um, I suggest we, we utilize the summer heat in drying our clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, saves time, and then of course, saves electricity. Thanks, instead of Emil. using dryer. And Mr. Norman Litawa. Yeah, um, some people will not like this, but but <laughs> what I'm going to... Sh- what, what, what One last tip would be to take shorter showers. You know, saves water, saves electricity. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to be, we're, we're, we're getting to the summer season and, and taking mm-hmm. long showers will be very tempting. 
but shorter showers, you know, saves water, saves electricity, uh, nicer to Mother Earth. All right. Emil, Katrina, Norman, thank you so much for joining us today in Teleperformance Trailblazer. I learned a lot. It shifted my perspective on certain things. Uh, I can say that for sure. And I'm sure it's done that also for a lot of our listeners. What about you? How did you like it? Go ahead and share this podcast. See you later. Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.